Lisa. Yes, ma'am. Lisa, I have come up with a new theme song for uh, Rachel after watching this episode. Would you like to hear it? Please. I want it now. I want it right now. I want an engagement ring on my ring finger. I don't care who puts it there. Give it to me now. (laughs) Ooh. I had to. I had to. What is happening? I don't know, but we're about to talk about it. To riffs is that because of rehearsal i am i <laughs> no i'm just once again really in my feelings and i'm past the part the point of anger and i'm just in the void now yeah. like i'm just so frustrated i am in the beyond like i <laughs> this season is a different kind of pain lisa like <laughs> it's different it's like it's somehow worse than falling down the stairs like Katie's season. Like, don't get me wrong. We are falling down the stairs. We're falling down. We're falling down, down. We're falling all the way down. And sugar, we're falling down hard. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, like, yes, that is true. But it is also true that I feel like Mr. Fantastic. Do you know who that is, Lisa? Nope. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic is from the Fantastic Four. Oh, Okay. And he's the elastic guy, kind of like in Credit Girl. He like stretches very far, like Laffy Taffy. Oh yes, Stretch Armstrong. I feel like before your time. Yes. Oh, (laughs) maybe a little bit. Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Sorry, we're both learning something new today. It's great. Um, I feel like I'm literally being pulled like Mr. Fantastic or like a Laffy Taffy machine just like completely to opposite sides and I reside somewhere in the middle and it makes me feel like a big hypocrite two-faced two-faced person and I'm annoyed at that because I am not a two-faced person (laughs) but I feel like I am now after watching this episode. What do you mean? Because I feel really angry in one direction, but then, like, I have to force myself to, like, think of the other direction as well. This is my like, daily to see life. both sides. Of- yeah. Yes. You're like, welcome. Hi. <laughs> and then on top of that, I don't even feel like we're in Petty City anymore. We maybe went to Petty City once this season. Maybe once. The rest of the time, we've been in Pain City. Yeah. Right? Am I right? City on fire. <laughs> on fire yeah just pain so who before we like crack into the actual episode just a couple things i after last week you know talking about nate and michelle breaking up and like him going on the podcast i didn't really clarify that the things that nate said that michelle did in the relationship were alleged because they are we don't have proof and even if we did like it's his version of the truth so I didn't mean to make it like a boo, Michelle is the villain now party. I didn't mean to do that. But like I after listening to it back while I was editing, I feel like that's kind of what the vibe was. I just I don't know. I just <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But even like I sent it to Gretchen, too. And she was sort of the same as me. We're like reading the synopsis of what had happened versus watching it was very different experience. Mm. What was your experience now that you've sort of well, watched it? Well, ironically, mm-hmm. I my brain is like strangely loyal. Like I have a really hard time yeah, switching back and forth. Like he's sharing all of this, but I, I never liked Nate. So I know my brain I immediately know. goes to, wait, how come we don't get to hear her side of the story? Yeah. That's fair. How come we don't get to hear, you know, what transpired to make him feel like he didn't miss the the girl he broke up with? And maybe there was so much more that contributed to that since this is his first relationship. Yeah. 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 
Did I you? I was like, where's Michelle? Where's Michelle? <laughs> and oddly enough, like that that was another part of what I was going to say is I don't think it is Friday morning. Okay, this Friday morning, the week of the first um, finale, part one aired. So like for all I know, she may come out and say something. But as of right now, I don't believe she has made any kind of response, which means she may not. Caitlin Bristow, I don't think, has made any kind of response. Um, and I'm going to keep my eyes peeled. Obviously, if there is a change between now and like the part two finale, we'll talk about it then. Um, but even if she had said something, there was a bigger bombshell that dropped as if that could be possible. It is. It happened. Um, and so people kind of have forgotten about this interview because of what happened with Eric, which we'll get to in a second. Um but no, I get, I get why you feel the way you do. Did you feel like he was genuine? Or did you feel like he was being sneaky snake? <laughs> no, that's I don't was think he was being me. a snake. Okay. I just, I don't know. There's something about it's hard. that, well, anytime this, the people come on this show, it's a lot of times to start a social media career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> Go on, sorry. I just, I don't know. I wonder, I think it's, I mean, seeing it from that point of view, it's really easy to see how he kind of, I don't know, was able to create a story out of this. Yeah, that's fair. Just to get out of it. Mm. You know, like, oh man, yeah. I mean, how many times have you heard like, yeah, she went crazy. Like my ex, like it started out (laughs) awesome. And then I don't know what happened, but she went crazy. But but the weird thing was he never said she went crazy, right? Like he was always super careful. Yeah, exactly. He was always super careful. And he like said it in a way where like that was the implication. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Where that was the implication, even though he didn't outright say it that way. Like he was constantly checking himself. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. But I don't want to say, you know, like, yeah. I don't trust Michelle, but like, I don't. Tr- yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get, trust I get, Michelle. I get what you're saying. I don't want to say she's crazy. You know, like yeah. she's not honest, but I don't miss the girl that I broke up with. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I didn't really think of it from that side because I was just so like shocked and shooketh by the vibe change. <laughs> I don't yeah I don't know I just feel loyal to her no that's fair that's That's fair and like and literally like people did digging after that episode went out and they were trying to they figured out who they think the alleged country singer was that she was messaging I don't remember the name I didn't write it down um but like you know but then that was kind of it because Michelle didn't breathe more fire into it as of yet and we'll see if that changes but that's sort of where we are right now um but yeah so that's that on that I also wanted to say, and this is part of why I feel like such a two-faced individual right now, about Jason and Johnny. I didn't really come super hard for these boys last week for not being ready for an engagement, and nor did I come super hard for Eric for being like, please don't sleep with all the all, all the other guys like I did for Susie last season. Like, I came real hard for Susie last season. Um, and, like, especially now, I find myself very much in the middle, like I've said, like, given what we've seen in part one of the finale. So, like... I don't know what's up and down anymore. I feel like I'm in the upside down of Stranger Things. I don't know what's north or south. I don't know what's day or night. Like, everything. Yeah. My reality has completely shifted to a point where I don't know what's what anymore. So I I acknowledge the fact that I didn't really come super hard for these men like I may have otherwise. I think the difference is that it felt like Susie sprung it at the last possible minute. Whereas these guys, it was a gradual, we knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when Gabby knew. But even still, it's bad. I don't know. We'll get into it. I just I just wanted to like clarify those things before I before we got into this episode. Because I felt guilty about it after <laughs> having edited the episode. What made you think of that? Well, I don't know. Because I, I just realized, I was like, man, I really didn't come hard for these guys like I did for Susie. Like, I was big mad about Susie springing that on Clayton. The You know, well, if you slept with other people, that's a problem for me. You know? Whereas yeah. like we're, we're and my whole thing with her, I was like, you should have said something earlier. And then we get to this season where both Johnny and Jason, mainly Jason, was kind of like saying it earlier, but not to her. So it was like in my head, I was like, well, he did say it earlier, but like, no, 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 no. He didn't say it to Gabby earlier. So it was like really the same thing, just like edited differently to like fool me. I was bamboozled <laughs> again. <laughs> Also, this was after he had sex with her. Um, After Clayton had had, 
had had sex with the other two girls, I mean. Sorry, I don't Sorry. know. Eric, in oh, terms of, yeah. like, it not being necessarily equal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric yeah. had sex with her and then was like, okay, now you can't have sex with anyone else. Yeah, which is also not great. Like, that's gr- gross. That's gross. And I just... That, like, that's a little... I feel like that's a little different. It is. It is. I mean, like, Susie also... I'll be honest i think she she did it the wrong way yeah um she shows up as the last one and she's right. like oh by the way if you yeah, yeah, yeah. had sex with these girls i'm out you know and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah okay thank okay. you <laughs> but like not both of them did something similar but i yeah. feel like his was a different yeah different kind of gross like, yeah Okay, thank you, thank you. Because, like, I've, I've, I was feeling guilty all week about it, and then, but thank you for making me feel better about it. I just want to clarify, I think everyone in the season that's a man sucked for dis- different reasons. They all sucked for different reasons. <laughs> all of them. They're all garbage. <sighs> ah. Except for Avon. Maybe Avon isn't super garbagey, but we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So here, <sighs> here is, like, the main points of the Batch news this week. After this episode aired... Nick Vile came very hard for Rachel. Like, he came soups hard for her. And essentially, like, I'm bullet pointing here. Feel free to watch his recap with Greg Grippo, which was interesting that Greg was there. Um, but his, What is Greg doing there? They're like buds now. They're buddy-buddy now, Nick and Greg. They're, they're all good Judies, all these people who were villains long ago. Anyway, um, Nick's take on this whole situation with Rachel and Avon specifically was that she was she knew it was Tino she knew it was Tino and so when this opportunity presented itself for Avon to for her to have a reason to get rid of Avon and not look like the villain um she took it and was just so relieved at the end because he did make a point like after they hug and she leaves him she's smiling and Nick is like, the only reason she would be smiling there is because she's relieved that she had a reason to get rid of him. And, you know, and he goes more into it. And it's a pretty hard gut punch, but his opinions, per usual, very polarizing, very, very hard and fast. And Rachel, <laughs> Rachel was, because he made like a TikTok, basically, like summarizing his feelings about it. And she commented on his TikTok and said, quote, Avon and I had a nice moment at the door after something very difficult for both of us. I was trying to hold it together. Like, why she smiled. And Nick says, the, uh, the people want you on the pod. We want to get to know the real you. It'll be a great conversation and a chance to share your point of view. And then Rachel responds with, all you're doing here is encouraging a space to kick me when I'm down based on assumptions. And Nick says, I'm sorry you're down. I definitely can relate. But part of this show is the opportunity to discuss what we see. And I don't think she responded after that. But like, ooh, shots fired, shots fired, shots fired. Yikes. Pew, pew, pew. Well, I mean, in her defense, oh. I wouldn't feel comfortable going on there either. At no, that <laughs> absolutely not. Are you kidding? That would be. Also, can rough. we talk about something that has nothing, that has no weight or importance? Okay. I, I, someone else <laughs> called him Nick Vial. Mm-hmm. Why would you name your podcast? This fills me with rage. Oh, no. Why would you name your podcast The Vial Files? <laughs> if someone would look at your name and the word after it and assume that they rhymed for a clever name, and then you're like, psych, it's actually Vial, it's not Vial Files. I want to kick him in the throat for that. <laughs> you tell him PMS. We we do not encourage violence on this podcast, but uh, Lisa chose violence this morning, and it's fine. <laughs> I want to I want to throat chop him. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, you know for what? Setting not it's setting okay. us up for success. It's okay, Lisa. I hear you. I hear you. I feel Lisa. I feel you. I I understand. Um, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, God, that was really funny. <laughs> Want to throat chop him. Sorry, time in. Thank you. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so, but what was interesting, though, was having Greg on the pod with him because Greg was like, look, 
I know how she feels right now because I remember when I was hated by everyone on the planet and it was rough. So I'm trying to give her some grace. And I was like, okay, Greg, all right, Greg, you know, and he's like, literally like, and I don't even know how she went on this show so soon after her season, because like, I'm so thankful that I didn't do bachelor after mine or uh, paradise because I needed therapy and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm in a much better place. Like, I don't even know how she did this. So like, I'm trying to like give her grace and like see things from her side. I was like, okay, Greg. Okay. And like, I don't think Nick was expecting that. And so it kind of threw him because he just wanted to go to town on Rachel. And every time he did, Greg was like trying to play devil's advocate and like, good for him. You know, it was really interesting to watch. Um, so that happened. And that was kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> And we'll get into our feelings on it as well. But that that was sort of like what exploded. And then, of course, the big bomb, boom, mushroom cloud of tea that exploded was Eric. Ooh, this was nuts. His most recent ex essentially came out. And should we just expect these now? I, I feel like we should just expect uh, these. Now. I just it enrages me that these producers don't do the enough digging on these people before they let them on the show because no because they want this to happen Well, they want the drama but they want the drama on the season they don't want the drama like this i don't think like this completely throws a monkey wrench in like not to mention it screws over your leads mentally screws them over as well like it's a horrific thing like why they don't would care you, oh it's upsetting Girl, I'm like, they don't care it's oh. any publicity is good publicity people are like what is I this know. bachelor about mm. they're loving it i'm sure I know you're right, but it just infuriates me because I'm like, why? Why can't we? Can we please go back to the times of Bachelor where like with like what was his name? Sean White and that cute little lovely lady like they rode off on an elephant together. Like, can we go back to those days where the happy ending was the goal and we weren't trying to like like that was the whole point of this show was that. Well, yeah. And And now now it's turned into something like Gossip Girl XOXO and I hate it. It's awful. Um, well, because like social media changed everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. career doesn't really exist then. No, I know. You know. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, his ex came forward and wrote this very long post. Um, it was, I believe, Bachelor. Yeah, BachelorNation.scoop on Instagram was the one that broke the story, and they posted her long like notes explanation. And then a series of text messages to prove her explanation of what had happened. And tell me if I'm wrong after having read it yourself. Um, Essentially, she said that he dumped her. Or sorry, he chose to go on the show. And he was like, I still want to be with you. And I'll come back to you after it's over because none of it's real. Like it's acting. None of it is real. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Because he was unhappy in his life and was... Seri- and was trying to like form a new career path and he thought this was the way because well, he'd to do lost it. his job yeah he lost his job and like this was he thought his way to do it and she was like um no <laughs> that's not gonna work for me so she kind of dumped him but they were still texting he was still like saying i miss you i can't believe i did this blah, 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 blah. like horrible like really bad really bad stuff and then he proceeded to continue texting her after filming was over and he wanted to see her and he sent her flowers and he said he missed her. And it's like, oh, my God. And she's posting not just the text messages, but like the timestamps for everything, the month and the day. And it's like, oh, no. like. <laughs> and so in my mind, there is literally no way that him and Gabby can survive this unless he was completely honest and told Gabby about all of this beforehand. And maybe he did. Like, I'm going to try and give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he did tell Gabby and she already knows that this happened. And she's going to be like, yep, it was not great, but we worked through it and now they're okay. Right. Um, but yikes. He came on the show to yikes. be a personality. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Mr. Mullet Man. Mr. Mullet Man. And it's. And it's just, especially after the hometowns and like watching them together, like it just, it just, it's a different kind of pain. Again, pain city. And I am very sad for Gabby because there was part of me that was like, this relationship may not be the healthiest one, but like as long as she's happy, that's all I care about. And now to see that this has happened and both of these girls are probably going to wind up single. It makes me really upset. I'm just like, gosh, darn it. Um, But yeah, people are basically saying that he pulled a Jed, but worse somehow. I'm like, well, maybe. (laughs) 
what what are your thoughts tell me what your thoughts are wait say that again that he pulled a jed like how jed did this to hannah brown oh yeah yeah i this is the problem it's like this show feels poisoned now because it's like i agree are you here for the right reasons? No. No one is. No Literally one no one is. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Woo. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, should we just expect this now? I think so. I'm like so much. It's really sad. And yeah. I feel bad for Gabby because she has so much really terrible trauma in yep. her life. And for some reason she's chosen to go on the show to find love uh, and honestly it's like it's probably because they're curating like really handsome men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would be hard to find that many in real life yep. depending on where you live yeah um, <laughs> but i'm like gabby this isn't this isn't the place this well, isn't the place <laughs> Well, at least the upside here is that, like, Homegirl, she's had a glow up even more so than from before. She's on Dancing with the Stars. So, like, if this does blow up, yes, it will tear her a new one, but she will just be the more stronger for it. And she'll be ready for what comes next. So, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, we're jumping the gun a bit, assuming that they're no longer together, because I honestly don't know how they'll survive this. I really don't. It'd be one thing if she just made a statement, but those receipts are really damning. So, go to that... uh, uh, BachelorNation.scoop account if you want to read the texts and her statement read that the, the ex made. Yeah, exactly. But it's a doozy. Um, shall we Doesn't just... look good. Doesn't look good. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> shall we dive into the episode? 20 minutes in. Woo! Dive. So we basically pick up where we left off with uh, the rose ceremony, aka Zach's departure. Um, we get essentially just their breakup where Zach is like, you, you know, we're a completely different person. I don't know what's going on. I loved you, but now I just blah, 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 blah. And he leaves. He like eliminates himself. And this was jarring to me because Rachel had zero emotion. And I was shooketh by that. I was like, seriously? Not one tear. Not even a one. What? <laughs> what were, yeah. were you as shocked by that as I was? <laughs> I was mostly shocked about what she said to the other men after that conversation. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, But I just, even more so dying to She was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like she was annoyed that he eliminated himself before she had a chance to eliminate him. Like, that's why she was annoyed. And I was like, Rachel. I would have been like, phew. What the heck? And like, and he was so even shocked by that. Like, he was shocked by the fantasy suite situation. He was shocked by this lack of reaction from her because he gets in the car and he's crying. And he's like, I feel like I meant nothing to her. And it's like, ugh. (laughs) Ah. And so, I don't know. I feel like either something happened in the fantasy suite big it nobody knows or and i believe i heard this on dear shandy because i just wanted a lot of opinions this week from people um or like literally nothing happened other than rachel withdrawing her affection and him feeling that withdrawal and being like what 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 and so there's nothing to like define what actually happened does that make sense yeah um so i don't know but like completely crazy and then she yeah she goes back to um the dudes and says (laughs) that he quit that zach had questioned her character and i was like no he didn't he did not right am i crazy i don't think he did i think he just like questioned the behavior he was calling out her behavior and her dishonesty in that behavior right yeah i think she got caught Mm -hmm. and Yes. And uh, she was like mad. So she was going to call him out and accuse him of accusing her. She could have just said like, you know what? He's decided to go home, but let's move on. You know, like she could have just lightly addressed it and moved on. But instead she had to like throw him under the bus when he wasn't there. Yep. Yep. And then I didn't like that at all. I was like, what are you doing? And then during the live, they bring Zach out and he's apologizing to her. I know. No, do not. No, 
she should be apologizing to you for saying that you questioned her character when you absolutely did not. Because you, because he's like, I'm Listen. sorry, I made you feel like I questioned your character. I'm like, no, 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 absolutely not. Sorry, go on. Oh, this is what's hard about, about this show for me. I know you're supposed to just like throw caution to the wind and just. <sighs> Be flirtatious and open your heart to love on these dates, you know, because it's like they've never met them before. Right. And then five minutes into the date, they're holding hands. I'm like, I don't know that I've ever done that on a first date. No. Nope. It's like, no, no, I, I don't know you at all. And then all of a sudden we're holding hands Ugh. and kissing immediately on a first date. Calm, oh maybe God. I'm a prude. I don't know. But no, you're not. I it's like I know that they're trying to like use the time as as efficiently as possible right but if you watch those dates she is very flirtatious and she gives them a very different idea of how her level of interest in them like mm-hmm. poor what's his face in in new jersey who she like stopped him yeah before meeting his family like Tyler, yeah she kind of led it's hard it's hard to find that balance between like really trying to let yourself jump in to being vulnerable and and flirtatious with someone and also not giving them the wrong idea of how interested you are you know Mm -hmm. and so i don't blame some of these men for being like whoa i felt like whiplash you know like yeah yeah she was we had so much fun and she was so flirtatious and she was so kind to me and was like Mm -hmm. building me up Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden we had a second off camera all of that was gone you know and it's like you who tout Clayton as being this evil character mm-hmm. have kind of done the same thing. Yeah. But in a different way, whereas she, and I hate, ugh, I hate being accusatory like this, but it's just like, I've heard other people use this terminology as well. So I'm just going to go ahead and use it as well. Where she makes herself the victim in the situation every yeah. time that it's their fault every single time. Um, like to Zach, or, like before he left, she, oh god, her response to him was basically like, "Yeah, you were picking," because he said, "You know, you were different, whatever." And she's like, "Yeah, you were picking up on the fact that I realized I was no longer into you." But she said it in a nicer way instead of just being like, "I'm so sorry." Like sometimes, and Nick Vile said this. I think also Dear Shandy said this. You just have to like be the villain. Like if they're gonna be upset, you have to let them be upset in the breakup. If you're the one doing the breaking up and being like, "You got to be mad at somebody." go ahead and be mad at me but she like refuses to be that person in the breakup she has to win the breakup yeah and she just doesn't it's just wishy-washier because she doesn't tell them she loves them there's not a concrete thing to blame right with Clayton Mm -hmm. it was like he told me he loved me Mm -hmm. so he Mm -hmm. is a villain Mm -hmm. she's like I didn't say any of those things so this is just part of the show you know and it's like (sighs) girl you it's just not considerate. No, nope. no. Nope. Of other people's feelings, which is the whole thing that she complains about with Clayton. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I just it like this was like the first of many ticks that drove me nuts about her in this episode. Um, ugh, but I just, and it's hard for me to find grace. It's really hard for me to find grace, give her grace, and like try and see it from her side because I just think she should have been. I think she should have just been honest with Zach and been like, you're right. There was a change and I'm so sorry about it. And I should have just been honest with you in the suite and it like sent you home then. And I'm sorry about yeah. that. Like, you're right. There was Why a change. Why didn't she just do that? Because it's not how this show goes. And she was she is a stickler for the rules of this show. If we learn anything at all in this episode, she is like determined to do the show the way that it's supposed to be done. And the the way it's supposed to be done is that she's supposed to send him in, home in a rose ceremony and she's mad that he took that power away from her as well um but i was proud of him i was like good for you and i felt and my heart broke watching him go away in that limo because he looked utterly distraught and she was completely fine and that was hard to watch for me i was like wow yeah. wow wow listen Ooh. katie's season was hard to watch in different ways yep. but i <clears throat> I have to, like, really give her a nod because she really was very considerate of all Mm -hmm. of these men. Yeah. In letting them go so that they don't feel humiliated throughout the process. That's true. That's true. You know, like, because she let people go in, you know, random times all the time because she's like, no, I have to do this now. I have to do this now. And I... I really... um, admire her 
like forward thinking or compassionate thinking for yeah, these men absolutely I mean, rather main, than the process main, yeah maybe minus greg maybe she should have sent him home earlier but like whatever it doesn't matter that's hindsight 2020 whatever moving on Ugh, greg, uh, I, hate greg. I know <laughs> oh my god um but yeah no i 100 percent agree with you and yeah just during the live they were both just like placating each other playing nice not exactly saying what went on in the fantasy suite and you know zach being like there's no right way to do this but you did the best you could and blah 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 and just being so gracious and so kind and i would not have been able to do that if i was him i would have been like nope <laughs> but that just makes means he's better than i and he's 25 and i'm like wow you're more mature than me <laughs> Well, he's a classy guy. I, I feel know. bad because he probably was the one that was there for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even even too, which we'll get into momently, momentarily. Um, but yeah, I just, it was rough. This this was really hard to watch. And the like how unfazed she was, was hard for me to watch. Because then, yeah, it just felt like all like, of it meant bye. nothing to her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I, obviously, like, I'm not talking about this in the correct order because the next bit was sort of a hot potato situation, but I'm just talking about Rachel first, and then we'll get to Gabby. So um, shall we talk about Rachel and Aiden? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have meeting the family, and this was also jarring because very clear that Rachel is over the moon about Aiden, like completely head over heels, because I feel like basically we got almost no footage of these two apart from where were they, Bruges or Belgium? Belgium and their fantasy suite night like that was really the only majority of the interaction that we saw with them and yeah they had a lot of chemistry and fantasy suites must have been again just out of this world it must have been incredible that's literally the only explanation I can think of because she seems the most smitten with him in this moment which I'm like okay all right I know did that surprise you yes yeah I mean literally I was like whoa yeah you are you are showing him to your family as if he is the front runner. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yet you and Tino, Totino Pizza Rolls exchanged <laughs> I love you's. Yeah. And you only said that you're falling in love with Avon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what in the world was that? <sighs> this didn't make any sense to me. No. No. I mean literally the only thing I mean, I have a couple theories. I think, I mean, my main theory being that the fantasy suites was so good that she, that like, that she was like, that maybe her front runner had changed ever so slightly. And she was like, yeah, if he's ready, because we'll, we'll get into it in a moment. Um, but, but Totino pizza rolls was after. I know. Avens. I know. It's very weird. It's very bizarre. But like that fantasy suite, the morning after was out of was crazy off the charts right like that's the only thing i can think of is that they had an incredible night and like that she was percolating on that percolating 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 and blowing it up in her mind you know making it just like so weird very bizarre um and it goes super great like his interaction with big tony was well like he more so than tino like he was able to physically put things into words as to like why he likes his daughter and all this other stuff um, cause B- big Tony was like, make me remember you compared to the other guy. And I was like, okay, big Tony. All right. <laughs> you know, and he a- came prepared this time. Yeah, he did. Um, and you know, everything I thought basically was going fine until her friends talked to Avon and Avon basically told them that he's not ready to get engaged right this second. And this is what sparks huge drama between Rachel and Avon because, um, after like they leave and they sit down on a bench outside and they have this huge conversation where Rachel's like what the heck where basically she implies that in fantasy suites he was like yes I'm ready to get engaged to you right now that's what her that was her you know whole thing and he was like I want to leave here with you and like continue this further and get engaged to you just not right now not right this moment like I want to continue this and that was a really interesting take because I was just like oh wow (laughs) and late and later when Tino is there um Rachel tells her family point blank that Tino's family doesn't like her and her family immediately I didn't really realize this until dear Shandy pointed it out 
her mom and her and the friend are like, are you sure they don't like you? Or was that your interpretation of the situation? So maybe going back to Avon now, maybe he did say, I'm ready to get engaged to you, but he didn't specify right now. And in her head, she thought that meant right now. It was another miscommunication. Well, but he did say, well, I got caught up in the moment. He did later on. Like, um... You're right. So that that may have been. And then she's like caught up and it's like, oh, please don't get offended again. But I I don't. But back to like the day portion of their confrontation. The other thing that really annoyed me is that after they because they were basically talking in circles, essentially. And he kind of raised his tone, maybe. But she was like, why are you yelling at me? I was like, ew, don't do that. He's not yelling at you. Like grow up. That really made me mad. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Why are you yelling at me? Why are you yelling at me? And I was like, don't, like, he's not, first off, he's not yelling at you. And, like, that is just, oh, I hate when people do that. And he immediately, though, he handled it super well. And he immediately backtracked and, like, head in his hands, like, regrouped and was trying to just, like, find common ground with her. Which, again, just shows you how mature he is and how immature she is. And I was like, and I'm, like, staring at my screen. I'm like, girl, do you want a long-lasting relationship or do you just want that ring? Is that the only thing that's on? Like, that's all you care about. That's what this showed me. I don't know about you. What do you, what do you think? Like, that. this is what tips. Yeah, it was like, okay, who's ready to propose? And whoever that is, let's get this done. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is. Yep. That's what it felt like. I just want to get proposed. Yeah. To, yeah, because I was, I just was so, I felt like my head was spinning. I was like, whoa. You're introducing Avon to your parents like he's the most attractive man you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's the one that makes you feel safe. Mm-hmm. You have this incredible chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, weird, mm-hmm. but okay. <laughs> and then he's like, I just wanted to be as honest with your family as possible. Like, these are the people you love. And mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't, you know, saying anything I didn't mean, mm-hmm. you know. And she's like, Wait, wait. So, and I'm like, listen, that's what I would want to hear. Like, I'm sorry. I know that I told you this um, and I've had some time to think about it. And I I don't know that that's really where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be honest in this situation because I didn't have a chance to talk to you. And it's like, okay, bummer. But okay, I'm glad that you were, you know, able to be honest. Right with my family and yeah. I wish we could have had a conversation beforehand, yes. but that would have been great. I care about you enough to figure this out. Yeah. And also, this is also something I completely forgot about until dear Shandy reminded me. We have to remember that Avon's parents got divorced when he was very young. And so this man has grown up his whole life, basically being like, I need to do things differently than that. So that that is not the result. Right. And it's like, she completely forgot. It's like, she completely like, and again, I'm basically like reiterating, a, you know, a point from Dear Shandy at this point, but it's valid and true. Like the time that Rachel spent with Avon and his parents is probably the first time that his parents were in the same room together in God knows how long. Right. Meeting one of his girlfriends. Right. Like that is that was so huge. And it's like, Rachel, I need you to take a step back and like think about this Maybe man. Maybe think about someone else for a second. Yes. Like, it's about you, but it's not. Not really. Like, it. Like yes, this is about you. But, like, you need to, like, really listen to what he's telling you. Like, really read between the lines. Because he's like, I want to do this right. I do want to. I want to leave here with you. I want to do this right. I just not like this. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, here's what bothered me, me about this situation. Tell me more. Yes, tell me, tell me. I was irritated with this because it was like, okay, you're clearly not thinking clearly. <laughs> Um, Rachel, because if you really feel the way that you're telling your family you feel about Avon, Mm -hmm. yeah, you'd be upset, but you would be able to be like, okay, but I don't want this to end. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And then I was confused. Yeah, it is confusing when someone says one thing and then changes their mind. Like that is confusing and a little concerning, right? Valid. Yep. Yep. I can see why she was upset about that, but she wouldn't let it go enough to kind of better understand where he was coming from and jesse palmer Mm -hmm. was totally on her side and that kind of confused me he's like wow i mean i can't imagine what that must have felt like for you and i'm like okay but also (laughs) what (laughs) like (laughs) 
Avon is clearly <laughs> a good guy who's yeah. doing his best emotionally in this situation to be honest. Yeah. In the moment. Yep. And willing to kind of figure things out. Yep. <clears throat> and yeah, it might have felt like she was being deceived, but at the same time, maybe she didn't. I mean, was she just playing him the whole time of being like, you know what? <sighs> I don't feel as much about him anyway, so I'm just going to make this a big deal yeah, I to mean, just end this and now. And that was kind of Nick Vile's point. Yes. That was kind of, I believe, maybe I'm, you, people of the listeners, people of the listeners, <laughs> fellow <laughs> listeners, <laughs> would disagree and that's totally fine. But I, I think that is Vile's point, is that she knew Tina was always going to win. But but then it's jarring because of how she was with Ava. Like, it's so confusing. I don't know what's up. I don't then know what's why down. why would you introduce him like that to your family? I don't know what's down. I don't know. Lisa, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Welcome to Bachelor with nothing makes sense and the points don't matter. Like it's <laughs> uh, like so flooring. It, but and more on your point about with Jesse specifically, it really bugged me that they were turning Avon into the villain. I hated that because I was like, he's not the villain here. And then when Avon came out during the live and he's apologizing to Rachel, I'm like, are you serious? Are you I kidding know. me? No, you do not have to apologize to He's her. He's like, sorry, I didn't really realize where you were coming no, from. No, What? You did. You did. And you stood your ground. You Good did. For you. Good for you. And we were proud of you. We stand even on this podcast. <laughs> we stand. Um, oh, my God. And I just. Ugh, but like here and here was the other thing that like drove me nuts is that they when she comes back for the night i'm sorry we're jumping around listeners i apologize but that's just what we're doing here welcome welcome to crazy roses okay we're crazy we're angry <laughs> we're figuring it out like <laughs> we're jumping it's fine um when she came back like a couple days later like hangry. Tina, welcome to hangry roses yep, yep hangry roses um when she came back and they're talking in circles again it really felt to me like the only thing that would have saved Avon, saved Avon air quotes, is if he had been like, I thought about it. I'm ready to get engaged with you at the end. I don't want to lose you. That would have been the only acceptable answer. And then it would have then she would have looked like the villain if she eliminated him. In my but opinion, you know. She would have found some excuse. Like with Zach. Yeah. Are you are you sure you're 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 at an yeah, age where you're ready no, to get you're right, married? You're like, right. You're right. Instead of just saying, you know what, if I'm gonna be completely honest with you, I'm having stronger feelings for other people yeah. and you know, to, out of courtesy of your heart. Yes. Like, yes. But it's like I have to blame this on something. Yes. Yep. A hundred percent yep. absolutely. But like Girl. And in the live, you know, Jesse was like, What was there anything he could have said? And I mean, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, he could have said he had changed his mind and he was ready. And thank God he didn't. Because like you. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, because then she would have had to find another excuse. So she was just yeah. like, nope, nothing would have. No, nope, we were just not on the same. Nope. It's like, can't look back. Yeah, you really can't look back. No. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, but that's what you wanted to hear. Like you wanted the Claire moment and it's OK that you wanted the Claire moment. But be honest about it. Just keep it a hundred and don't try and like make it something else like that just tries me bonkers it drives me yeah completely nuts because i'm like no you wanted him but there is a sliver of me that really wonders if maybe avon was the front runner all along and we just didn't know i mean it happened with ari and what's her bucket where when he dumped becca kufrin and went for the other lady lauren is that her name i can't remember now um the blonde and we had seen nothing of their relationship and everyone was so confused but clearly they had had a strong enough foundation that warranted the switch and they're still together to this day with babies like it can happen. Babies. Yeah. And like, like it can happen. And maybe Avon really was her front runner, but this was her line in the sand. And I'm like, so the ring was more important to you than an actual long, sustainable, healthy relationship. Okay. Right. Okay. Fine. I guess. I hope you're happy. Oh my God. I hope you're happy now <laughs> from Wicked, right? <laughs> I hope you're, I hope you're happy. <laughs> And I feel really horrible saying that because I don't wish ill on her. Obviously, I want her to find love. I want her to be in a healthy situation. But I, I want her to grow. I do. I need her to grow a little more. And I don't think I've said this so many times. I feel like a broken record. She was not fully healed from Clayton's season and she should not have no. gone on this season. She should not have gone on this season because if this is what was the most important thing to her, it was not going to last. It was not going to be a lasting foundation for a relationship. Right. Right. Ooh. Sorry. I just 
did did we hit all the points we needed to hit? I don't even know. I think so. <sighs> Yikes. She has some new hair on that. Uh... Yeah, she was giving me um, rogue vibes from X-Men where she like, again, not a not a character you're familiar with. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's like a superhero, and her hair turns kind of like gray at one point, and it gave me those vibes. Okay, or storm. thank you. I was like, or storm. Her hair, yeah, almost looks. I mean, it's so ash. Yeah, it almost looks gray. Yeah, yeah. She did not seem well. No, <laughs> no. You could tell oh. she was about to walk into the fire on this, watching this episode with a studio audience yeah. and talking to these men. Yeah, and thankfully they were absurdly gracious oh, to her so gracious insanely but gracious. she did not look emotionally well she's good. not well she's not getting married today yeah no <laughs> what's that what's that one line from that song uh on monday morning you'll find me in the hudson with the other garbage <laughs> you know what I'm oh <laughs> she's not well she's not getting married today sorry i'm not saying she's garbage it's a lyric in the song from company anyway moving <laughs> on but yeah, she did not look great. She did not look um, emotionally well. And I felt bad. I did feel bad about that. Um, but I just, ugh, God. And now we have to talk about Rachel and Tino. Oh, Nelly. Ooh, this is going to be a long episode, guys. Buckle up. Uh, I mean, technically, the time between them was short, right? Like, like I already said, when she went in with Tino to the family, she did not seem as jazzed. And she said it was because of what had happened the day prior. Maybe that's true. Who knows? Um... When Tino was talking to her parents, like, I guess it went well. Like, Big Tony liked him, which shocked me because I felt he was being so vague. I felt like he was vague city the whole time they were talking. Um, He was also just completely emotionless. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very bizarre. Like, he had dead eyes. Yeah. And, uh, um, And then I would have liked to have seen Rachel's friends uh, interrogate Tino. That would have been great. We didn't get that. I'm like, why didn't we get that? Maybe they didn't talk. I don't know. Um, But like, and if they talked to him, they didn't sniff anything out weird. Weird, because I sure as heck did. And so did everyone else. (laughs) We don't like him anymore. Uh, Yeah. Um, And we don't get a night portion with them because we just basically see the day. But like, generally speaking, how do we feel about... I don't know. Just how do we feel about everything? Like, oh, sorry. I missed a point about Avon. I hated that after they broke up, he said in his ITM, he said, I failed. I'm like, no, you didn't. No. Uh, Avon, we love you. Sorry. Sorry. Getting back on track. Like, no. The universe is on your side, Avon. Yes. I mean, I feel kind of like how you were saying that you gave, um, you know, these women so much more... Or no, you were harder on the women than the men. Yeah. I'm feeling a little guilty because I gave people a hard time that were like, listen, I I just don't know that I'm ready to get engaged, you know? And I was like, have you not seen this show? Oh, we're going to talk about that. Like, I I did. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. That is what the show was about, right? Yeah. I mean, I. It's not just finding love. It's you go on the show to get married. That's the end. That is the end game. That is the end game. So let's talk about it. Let's hash it out. I was going to wait for Eric. Let's hash it out now. What are your feelings on this now? Because, yeah, the universe in this bubble is as you described. It's as you described. And so for every single person minus Tino, I guess, on this show in this season to be like, I don't want to get and get engaged right now. Can we date first? I don't want to get engaged right now. Like Jason, Johnny, Avon, Eric, because spoiler alert, that's what's coming for Gabby at the end of this episode. Like, and it just makes you, cause like, it's like, yes, all these men are completely valid. Every single one of them. Like that is a valid point, but like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like a tire being deflated because I'm like, you're not wrong. But like in the context of the show, you have to understand that that's what these girls want. And like by you being rational and logical, you are inadvertently making them feel a type of way. You're making them feel crazy for wanting what they want. And if you don't want that, why are you here? What are your feelings? Tell me what your feelings are. Yeah, because they're well, but here's another Uh, argument. I know. Give it like. They have such little time mm-hmm. 
to get to know each other. Yep. So they're they're running off of like one one on one date uh-huh. plus a hometown visit uh-huh. with both of their families and some mini interactions in group dates. Some mini interactions right. in group dates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, plus. This episode, or this season, was probably a little worse yep. because the first chunk of it was, which one am I interested in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going on combined group dates. Yeah. So it's like, it seems like they had even less time. Yep. Because of that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can I can Ugh. see why. Oh, I don't think, I would never go on this show, mostly because... My anxiety is too bad yep. for me to get have one date and one hometown and yep. be like, this is it for me. Yeah, no, I could not. I could not. But maybe not even anxiety, just common sense. Yeah, uh-huh, logic, logic, which does not exist in this universe. And you have to res- be resigned to that. Be like, logic does not rule here. <laughs> and how many people get engaged <sighs> on this show that actually end up getting married. It's a very small number. I, I can think of... It's a very small percentage. I can think of maybe three couples. Maybe four. Like Ari and after he dumped Becca and the other girl whose name escapes me, they're still together. Sean is still together with the lady whose name escapes me. Um, uh, the, 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 the original switcheroo I can't remember his name, who came before Ari, um, that like picked a girl and then after the final rose picked the other one they're still together Um, oh the best yes that was the best season ever that was the best absolutely hands down i agree with you um i can't remember off the top of my head jason maybe (laughs) i don't know mesnick i feel like it was a j name i don't know um but yeah it's very people who but like the ones who like pick their person at the end and don't switch like i don't even I think maybe one person from the very first season. I don't know. Like, it's a very small number. It's a very, very small number. There's more success on Paradise. We've said it before. Um, and so they're not, the boys are not wrong. But it's like, you, uh, if you agree to go on the show and you understand there is a possibility you could get to the end, like, it, it you put the lead in a weird spot if you're the one that's like, can we wait? Right. And then like if the if this was reversed and it was a bunch of girls doing this to a guy, can you imagine like that would never happen? You know, and that's also a weird thing, too, where it's like, no, the girl should be allowed to say that, too. The girl should be allowed to be like, can we just like leave the show together and figure it out from there? Or would she be cast as the villain? And I feel like the dudes like I think a lot of Bachelor Nation, like on the Twitters or whatever, are annoyed with all the men generally speaking for doing this, which is a good thing because it's like. You know, it shows me that it's not like a double standard. I don't know. Um, But it's hard. Like, you came on the show. This is what the show is. Right. I don't know. I mean, it just shows how many people go on the show just to get seen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And I. He has a mullet. I'm sorry. Petty City. Petty. Thank you. Let's go back there. He has a mullet. I know. I that, know. that makes me think you're 14. <sighs> He's 29. I know. I know. I know. And I just. Ugh. So I don't really know what the solution is other than can we maybe enter a time where it's OK to not get engaged where it's OK and you get engaged if you want to. But you don't if you but you don't have to. It's not a requirement and you're not a failure if you don't get engaged. Can we please maybe. Right enter that kind of time because clearly like with Gabby we'll get into it in a moment like she she, okay let's just get into it let's just let's just talk about it um their day portion Eric meets the family he's immediately telling them right out of the bat he's obsessed with her his family's obsessed with her which kind of surprised me because I was like are were they I don't I don't know if I saw that okay um he's he loves the word obsessed loves using that word um, he's obsessed with the word obsessed. Uh-huh. Um, he's in love with her, yada, yada, yada. And Gabby's kind of shocked that he put it all out there that way. Like, so, you know, it, but it was cute. It was cute. Um, Grandpa, still wonderful, adorable. I love him. Like, every time he cried, I cried. Um, Gabby's aunt. Oh, my gosh. Gabby's aunt. Like, <laughs> not only is she so wise and wonderful, but literally collectively Twitter was like, can she be our therapist? <laughs> 
because it's just it's very clear that this family collectively is emotionally mature and you see why Gabby is the yeah. way she is because collectively as a whole the family talks about things and they talk things out and you know her aunt is like let him see you like this let him see this part of you like oh yeah it was so nice to see um and I'm kind of breezing through it because we get to the evening and essentially Gab or you know Eric is like can I can we leave and I date you can is that you know can that happen and Gabby, you know, walks away being like, what do I end things now? Because he's not ready to propose. Like it puts the lead in a horrible position where it's like, this is what their goal was. And by you being like air quotes logical about it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, because Gabby's not irrational. Gabby's very smart. We've said no. this many times. Gabby is really wicked smart and wise and mature and know what she's doing. And unlike Rachel, I don't feel like she is trying to get engagement out of this for the ring on her finger. Like, she is yeah. ready to get married in her life. She is ready for that. Um, oh, so I don't, I don't know. What do you think? What are your thoughts are on that whole situation with her and him? <laughs> I feel like if you look at Gabby and Rachel's side by side, oh. it's like a very different experience, mm. right? Because yeah. Gabby's like, she breaks up. Oh my gosh, why can't I think of anyone's name right now? She breaks up with the black guy that was really sweet and had that little girl. Nate. But also had some. Nate. 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 They're all named Nate. Yep. Uh, because she had some forethought and foresight mm-hmm. of, should I even continue with him if I am not ready to be a mom right yep. now? Mm-hmm. 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 And so she has the decency of, you know... I, I, I probably should end this now. Yep. And Rachel. <laughs> oh, no. Her head is in her hands, guys. Her head is I in mean, her hands. I have to give her some credit. Yeah. She did break things off with that guy before their family. Tyler. Met. Tyler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She met his family, which, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't, I don't know. It's like, I think she's she is kind of. Because she talked about being a failure a ton at the beginning, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm the worst bachelorette. I'm <sighs> doing a horrible job. Like, I'm failing. Yep. And I, I don't know. I wonder if in her mind, she's connecting getting engaged with being a successful bachelorette. Yes, 100%. If she doesn't get engaged. 100%. 100%. She's not. Yep. Absolutely. You know? yep. And maybe that's what's weighing so heavily on her. Ugh. And it's like, why would you even put yourself through this if you're, like, as a lead? Why would you even put yourself through this if your goal wasn't to actually find a relationship? It's very hard to do, but it does happen. It can happen if you're being genuine and, like, that's your actual goal. But, like, and in that way, her and Tino are perfect for each other because it just feels like he's trying to win the game, right? And so is she. Yeah. So is she, honestly. She's trying to be the best bachelorette. She's trying, you know... And I feel like I'm coming way so hard for her. And I, I, and I, I feel icky. I feel gross coming this hard for Rachel. But it, she, uh, like, <laughs> she's making it really easy with some of the behaviors that we're seeing. And it's, it's hard pill. It's a hard pill for me to swallow. Um, oh, my God. Hold on. What else? But here, sorry, back to Eric and Gabby really quickly. There is part yeah. of me, given the tea that was recently spilled. <laughs> I hate even saying this. That is like that honesty and that logicness is maybe tainted for me now because it's like maybe he isn't actually ready to get engaged to Gabby because he still has feelings for his ex. Well, yeah, and he didn't expect to come on and win. And he had talked to his ex after this was done filming. And I just it it really does not sit well with me. I'm like, oh, no, Eric. Oh, no. It's not even like you're being logical. Maybe there was, like, something, like, another motive like, that was in there. Like, is this why you're crying in the shower? Because you feel like such a tool? Yeah. Oh, 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 yes. Like, it just kind of taints everything else about the season now. Like, scrap the season, start over, new guys. This is all bad. I know. It just feels poisoned. It does. It really, really does. And I did not want this for Gabby or Rachel. Even though I'm ragging on Rachel, I did not want this for them. I wanted them to find their respective people. And I have one more. I have one, maybe two more mini points before we finish this out. 
Did you feel girl, like girl. there were moments where Gabby was trying to like vaguely stick up for Rachel because she was watching it back as well and being like, oh, this is not what you told me happened. <laughs> oh, this is what really happened. But she's also still trying to stick up for her friend. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you feel like that happened sometimes? I thought it was interesting that she was even there. I mean, I yeah. know that they're like a package deal. But yeah. Like, that girl put on some enormous hair extensions to just sit next to her all night. Yeah. It was interesting watching their facial reactions, though. I mean, and Rachel's most of the time was Stone Cold Fox. Like, she was, like, completely emotionless and just angry and upset and because she knows I think she knows especially now that the majority of Bachelor Nation is not on her side and that is a really horrific place to be in like I said it for Greg Grippo as well like I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy to be hated by Bachelor Nation (laughs) I really would not um but um yeah and then like my other point that I was gonna make is sometimes it I feel it does happen quite often that production decides to sort of like they try to protect their leads I feel until they don't and I feel like with Rachel specifically this kind of turned into a personification of the Batman quote (laughs) that I'm about to read to you (laughs) I know you don't care for Batman um quote you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain and I feel like ooh. Like, no, I feel like Rachel and Gabby were beloved after Clayton's season. Maybe Gabby was a little more beloved, which is a hard spot for Rachel to be in. And I think that's been, like, affecting her as well. But they were both beloved. They were both, everyone put their arms around them. And now I feel like the editors, the production, whatever, they are allowing Rachel to, to crash and burn. To crash and burn. <laughs> like, she's giving them the material. You can't edit. Oh, yeah. Like, you can edit the material to a point, but, like, her behavior, she's still showing the behavior. These things still came out of her mouth. These were still her reactions to things. But but they're le- they're letting her go down. And that is also hard for yeah. me to watch. Because, like, that's probably why Jesse Palmer was like, that must have been hard. Blah, blah, blah. Because they're, they're trying to still keep her in and not completely throw her off board and let her fend for herself, you know? Like, they're giving her the life raft. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Seems odd. I agree. But do you see what I mean? Like, do you think that that's kind of sort of what's happened here? Is that they just allowed it to happen? Yeah. And um, random moments (laughs) that I thought were weird. Um, Jesse Palmer again with the weird ads. There was another weird ad that I actually saw on Hulu because they put one of them in where they were like, "Weird man in a van, blah blah blah, apply." And I was like, "Can we stop with these ads?" I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then Jesse saying they got permission from ABC to extend another hour, but then that was for no reason. Like, nothing came out of that. And I was like, yeah, sure, Jan. Okay, great. Awesome. Thanks, ABC. Uh, (laughs) It just felt kind of pointless. Um, And apparently we're going to find out who the next Bachelor is next week. And there are rumblings that it's Zach. There were rumblings that it was Ben from Tasha's season. So who knows who it actually is. I almost wish it was two oh. men. I almost wish it was two men because I feel like that would be fair, but I don't think we're going to get that because there was so much so much backlash about this that they don't even care about making it fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. But that was it, guys. We did it. Woo! We did it. And I'm just I'm just in pain and I'm terrified for this finale because I'm sure they're going to talk about this Eric stuff. If they don't, they they better. They better talk about this Eric stuff. Because if they don't, that would be a huge, huge bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, how can they not talk about it? You know? And, like, I'm sure this blow up with Tina and Rachel is going to be horrific. Like, I am not well. I'm not getting married today. I'm not ready for this. Rachel, I'm not ready for this, Lisa. Well, it shows them both at, like, a stand, like, like, the typical end of the show. So it's, like... Yeah. But there was a hand in those those uh, promos of someone holding a ring. I mean, I'm sure they're both going to get engaged, but the the problems are going to emerge post that. Right. So like we're going to get right. Like we're going to see this argument with Tino and Rachel play out. I'm sure Gabby and Eric are going to have to discuss this new tea that dropped about his ex-girlfriend and we'll find out if they're still together or not, because that literally. Yeah, but the finale already happened. 
It did, but like the reason why it's live is because they're talking about where they are now. Like they decided to make it live for like the reason of like because stuff happened after the finale finished filming, like clearly, and so they have they now have to talk about that, and so that's what's going to make it horrific. Not even the finale; it's everything after that. And I'm not well. I'm not ready. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> and I'm not well. <laughs> I don't want it. I'm like, no, please, I can't take it. It's too much for my poor You're heart. Like, this I show can't. is supposed to provide hope, Ugh. and serotonin. <laughs> I told Lisa the other day, I was like, we picked the wrong show to recap. We should have been recapping Great British Baking Show. Seriously. Because <laughs> this has turned into a dark place and I don't like it here anymore. You're like, our Hungry Roses is going to turn into cooking shows yeah, instead it might, of it might, The Bachelorette. It very well might stay tuned because like, woo, Nellie, this is hard. It's hard. Oh, my God. Yeesh. But do you have any predictions? Any other final thoughts? Any other things you want to throw out there? I don't either of them are going to end up with someone. Me neither. I think they both single. I, I think this might be the first season where they don't end up with someone. Like, yeah, collectively. And I like before, I would have assumed that Gabby and Eric were still together. And I think they were. But after what happened this week, I don't know if they're going to make it. Like, if they break up, it's a very recent breakup, and I don't know if they're going to make it. But if Gabby stands, what, stand by your man. Like, if Gabby actually sticks with Eric, again, a testament to how freaking devoted she is. I just love her, and I don't want this for her now. I'm like, no. The fact that he brought his terminally ill father on television and stressed him out. I can't. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that he's going to be like, yeah, that that is what happened. I left. I went to be on the show because I wanted this. But then I actually fell for her. I bet you that's going to be the line. Oh, it for has sure. to be the line. Right. And like, and, now and I I'm hope in that's it true. It, me too. I really hope me, that that's true because me too. he got to prove it. He got like, I've what, had five a terminally ill parent it. and you do not nope. bring more stress into their no, life. You do not. For your career. That's just completely no. maddening. Maddening. No. Ugh. We'll find out though, Lisa, in like a couple days. <laughs> woo Tuesday. Woo woo. It's gonna be great. Yowza. <sighs> so y'all, you know what I'm gonna say. Follow us on Hungry Roses Pod on Instagram. Um, we have around 200 followers, but we get a lot of people interacting with our content. So y'all, if you're listening, give us a follow. It helps on the, on the Instagram, please follow us. Don't just like our stuff. Follow us, please. Cause it's a lot of work me going through all those tweets, <laughs> the gold star tweets. I tell you what, um, give us a like or a download wherever you listen to podcasts. We host off Podbean, but we're everywhere. We're in uh gosh, I just was about to say Instagram. We are on Instagram, but we're on Apple, Spotify, um, Amazon Music, uh, Castbox, like literally, literally Stitcher everywhere, everywhere. So give us a like, give us a review, give us a download. It really, really, really does help. And y'all, till next time, stay hungry. And stay honest. Yes. I know that's boring. No, but, like, but it's true. Don't stress. Don't stress the people out in your life. Just be honest. Be we honest. We all need it. And it's hard. You need it for your heart. Yes. The other people, people, <laughs> the Erda Purper, also need it for their hearts. Yes. Let's just keep our hearts honest and open, yes. people. Yes. Don't throw blame. And nobody got time. No, we don't anymore. Victimy excuses. We don't. Oh, Lisa, thank you. Woo! Bye.